Hello and welcome to the Ringo Zone. Oh man, okay, if you remember several episodes prior to this one, or maybe in the future because we recorded these out of order, Max ragged on me for saying, Ringo Zone, in the beginning, and I just didn't. Uh, you're listening to the Ringo Zone. I introduced you properly. <laughs> now here are the guests. I am Dylan. Who are the other two of you? Or uh, no, Sabah. Yeah, you go. I'm Sabah and Ragaza. Yeah, and, and the special special guest host. And it's the question is, can we, <laughs> ever, can we ever record a podcast without including Still the Wolf on it if we uh, have a musical <laughs> episode? We're yeah. playing it by ear. So far, no, we can't. Cyril, say hello yeah, to the fans. Yeah, hello. That's, that's him. Um, I, I'm wondering... At what point do you drop the featuring on the uh, yeah. podcast? Reg- podcast <laughs> regular. That's that's a good idea. Podcast friend of the show, Cyril Wolf. <laughs> Whatever you want to phrase it, yeah. And we're talking about Greg the Babysitter, and this this is like a weirdly short season, so we actually might have him on every single time they have a goddamn song. Wait, how many episodes is this season? Uh, let me just talk for a second while I find that out. Um, uh, so, well, Cyril, uh, how are you today? I'm doing fantastically, Spoth. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. What'd you think of the episode? I thought it was pretty dang good. I mean, anytime right. Greg <laughs> sings a song, it's pretty dang good. Yeah, oh, hi, Dylan. There's a 20 to 25, or last episode of season three, and 20 to 21 uh. are bismuth. So, <gasps> bismuth? Yeah, that's, 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 bismuth? That's tomorrow. We're recording this for, just y'all to know, August 3rd. So, okay. Uh-oh. So, don't I don't date it. Yeah, I just no, want to say way in the future at the time they hear this. Yeah. What is it? I saw just a thumbnail. Um, I don't know if you'll know what I'm talking about, but it's a special fusion coming up. Uh, is it, was it fan made or was it real? Um, just say it and I'll censor it. What is it? Was it, is it, is there going to be a fusion between Lapis and Paradigm? Uh, that sounds, there's been a bunch of fakes of that. Maybe there is one that is real. It was a still. On yeah. That's, that's daily motion. Saw. So I think it's fake. Yeah. Okay. Those are really, really, really yeah. Daily really Motion's big. like the freaking four chain of YouTube. Yeah. No. Honestly, I, I'm convinced <laughs> that if I tried, I could probably fake all of the like fake. I was at I can draw on on model just well enough that I could do a fake bullshit frame, drop the CM logo on the corner, and then just make the look video look really shitty. I always wondered, like, am I a big enough asshole to ever try doing that? Just, to, just, <laughs> just to see if yeah, I could. Le- you know leave, what I mean? Le- leave everything. Uh, in just censor out the part where I say the the two characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's fake. By by the time they hear this, it will be like a month. Oh now. yeah, definitely they'll so, know. Yeah. So don't worry about censoring it. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Lamar Abrams and Katie Matroff up with Greg the Babysitter, and I don't know. I was gonna say first off, I fucking love this episode. I yeah, love, baby. Yeah, it was a really good episode. I, anything with Rose in it is just something I really like because just any more characterization on who she is and. I really liked it because it really shows what she <laughs> well, thinks about you. Well, humans. actually, on that note, though, Katie Mitroff and Lamar Abrams uh, did We Need to Talk. They mm. did uh, Droppy Dad, which releases this one. They did um, say, Stephen's Birthday. Like, a lot of the, like, Rose slash, like, Stephen being a human or not stuff. Is this, like, I guess that's, like, they but, were just relegated to that. Like, if yeah, it has Rose well, in it, Lauren you're doing Zook, it. Lauren Zook is heavy on the paradox, and if it's, like, Rose having a fucking awesome song with, uh, with Greg's playing it, that's where they go with this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the kind yeah. of, yeah. And it makes sense if you're going to delegate your people one way or another. I just also realized this podcast is, like, Basically, Cyril comes on, everyone talks over him, Sabath is in it, everyone talks <laughs> over him, so this is like, I need to not be that guy who manages to overcome two I people. I mean... Alright, Cyril, time to talk right now, go! 
All right, time to talk right now. So basically what I've noticed is that uh, Rose simultaneously becomes more and more of a giant dork off and giant boobs. As (laughs) Are they drawing her with bigger boobs? You know, the first time the first time you see her it, it she's like it's like she's like so mystical and like yeah. wise and like but now in this episode it's just like are you fucking a dumbass <laughs> like, <laughs> like i could dig like her not fully getting humans you know given that she's a jam blah 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 but how could she not work a simple like you know lever system <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah it's like it's like I think that characterizes her well because she's supposed to be this like mystical, magical. Everyone misses her. She's the leader of the fucking Crystal Gem Rebellion Army. Making her kind of like fucking doofy is good. Like it makes <laughs> her more a person. You know what I mean? Like I love that entire way well, like, you're taking her. Up and up until this point, we've never actually really seen her interact with regular human things except for Greg's CD and his T-shirt. Yeah. So like she's like the wise leader of the gems, you know. The thing everyone looks up to, and, but for, only also, for gyms. She also likes to listen to philosophy majors and just fucking chill, you know, and, and let babies almost yeah. die. I'm, well, I'm she's sure because, like, when, bro, you, when, you know? when you look back to when Steven was uh, about to be born and she was pregnant and Greg looked like the way he does now, the hell excuse was that? Me. Oh, excuse me. Uh, that was a very <laughs> long I'm to keep burp. that in because that was, like, a whale noise. That was <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I thought I'd backed up from the mic enough. Apparently but, not. like, but like when she's when she's pregnant and you see in... uh. Oh, I forget the name of the episode for some reason. Um, when Steven watches the video. Oh, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lion 3. Lion 3. That's no, it. That's it, Lion 3. Um, that's like mere like months before her death. And Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so she's like, you know, well-versed on human stuff. But this is before they even consider because Greg doesn't even look like the way he does now. Oh, man. Um, Greg's so tight, bod. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was yeah, hot and sexy. Yeah, because Vidalia has a line where she's like, your dad was super hot when he was younger. And it was like, wow, Greg's actually, like, muscular. This is a really weird... Yeah, man. It he makes me like... uncomfortable with aging. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I'm getting older. <laughs> fuck. Well, the problem like, is I look like Greg now. What the hell is going to happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I already... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a small Greg. So do I... Dude, if, my, so if I had freaking, like, male pattern baldness going on right now and I still had my long curly hair in the back... That'd be freaking weird. Yeah, I, I I I know like three people that are going bald already, and I I was blessed with gray hair. See, I I hate I hate at least a bot. I don't know if Dylan's hair is okay, but my I have, I have so this giant hair. bald spot in the center of my head, and it's awful because I do like rock and metal music based on kids' cartoons, and it's just <laughs> like I look like a creep. Pedophile, <laughs> <laughs> God, come on! Yeah, no, I I have. Insane amount of like fast growing hair. I used that down to like past my shoulders just because I don't get haircuts. But also, I know I will go bald because it's in my, my family. So uh, I looked into having all my hair cut off and making it into a wig for later. And <laughs> apparently, that costs like thousands of dollars to do. Which damn. is bullshit. aren't you married, Cyril? Yeah. So you're you're more of a you're. I would classify you as breadwinner and not creeper. Well, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but if you if you were like a balding, if you're a balding single in, in like a, an efficiency apartment, then there'd be you know a problem. Yeah. That would make it worse, actually. Fair enough. All right. Way. So at least I'm married, so that mitigates it. But like, I don't know. It was just like no, I get it. I, I, I would uh, be like bummed out by that too. I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, but it's mostly because I, I work in a medium that kind of makes it weird. Like yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. I. BronyCon or whatever it's just like hey i'm on stage 
So I said, well, what happened was it was mostly like quick aside, but like I used to wear just like jeans and t-shirts on stage, like being completely, you know, fuck it kind of. Yeah. And then I, I saw a video of me and I just like, man, I look creepy. I also had a longer goatee at the time. That didn't help. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to start like dressing up a little bit and like actually be concerned about self-image. Cause like if I wear like a button up kind of, it looks a little less. Yeah. Like, like, like I'm going to touch your kids. Um, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of touching kids, um, Greg had the easiest baby to babysit and somehow yeah. he still fucked it up. Yeah. I always wanted to, it's one of those quick little Easter eggs. I didn't miss it. Would be, uh, Rose is with Greg and they, they read that porn that grandpa on the Rugrats had. And she's like super into it. Yeah, it's like a great callback. To throw that is that in. like a frame? Wait, was that the same? It's the same, the same book one that was inside of Rugrats and was previously in Greg's storage unit. I didn't even realize and it was she the was same just one. laughing at human pornography, so that was pretty sweet. But yeah, face the, vixens. But yeah, no, the song. Uh, yeah, Sierra, leave any comments on the song. I want to go chronologically with it. But what do you think about the? You had some comments on like the poppiness of it. Oh, oh, yeah. Um. We jumped around so much, I forgot where we were. Yeah, beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah. My bad. So Bro. yeah, uh, you know, it's just funny because like, okay, so you start the, uh, just young Greg. Anyway, we start with like basically like yeah, it's a poppy metal song, but it's definitely like a sort of like you know power like an eighties metal song. Well, yeah, also, here's sort what of go from is like just, like a comment. Yeah, like a then, comment. Yeah, where you going from? Yeah, and then you see him, you know, with like the nineties kind of grungy, but still more poppy. Um, what can I do for you? Oh, and yeah. then you have this, which is like a straight up, like almost Hall and Oates type, <laughs> you know, pop song. And it's like, ah. And then, of course, you know, later on, he writes the like the really poppy um, drive my van to her. Yeah. You know, so just like chronologically in the form of Greg, he 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 went to dad rock real quick, basically. <laughs> is what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> which is like so appropriate for Greg to do. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying. Yeah. I like this song a lot, though. Personally, I I I vibe the fuck out with it. Also, yeah, because it's my I, life right now. I was like, yeah, I know, right? I can't even buy bad hot dogs right now. I feel it. I feel it so hard. Um, <laughs> I legitimately can't buy a bad hot dog. Like, I am actually in that situation of being. A oh shit no! Friend. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Like, it's it's a it's a true to life song. I need to cover it, but I been really obsessed with chrono trigger lately continuing yeah, on it's like fucking um, i've never played chrono trigger you need to <laughs> uh, just like prog rock this shit out of that somehow and we'll see what comes out <laughs> that's kind of your body your, your all MO. right that's yeah. the challenge the challenge has been spoken it'll either be out or it'll be like months after this episode comes out that'll do it Word. uh i love just okay medallia how does she have that house pick pick your bets what do you think it is uh, uh marty left it to freaking sour cream what oh, marty... okay all right this is about i don't know i teased you piece of, big piece of shit <laughs> to do that i feel like it isn't the money but all right, I'll take that as a possibility. I, I, I don't think so. And here's why. I've got some specific evidence for that. Say, like, they hooked up once, and that was the conception of sour cream yeah, that's pump, nine months later. Brian Posey into her, yeah. There is absolutely no way in a year that um, douchebag Gadad has the necessary funds with which to leave a house. A However, what, home, I, yeah. what I will say is I think that it may be one of those cases where, like... She's old. Vidalia, 
What? <laughs> she's old money. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I think maybe like maybe she's got rich parents or something. And like they were just like, hey, whatever. We've got this beach house and we're not planning on going back to this beach. But fuck it. That one's paid for. Just well, actually, use that, it. That makes sense because, you know, she is like a, one of those party rocker types. So she's it would it would make sense that she would like not have a job, get to live somehow. in this house yeah. that her parents gave her and she parties all day, which is how she met Marty. Yeah, well, what I, what I would argue is potentially she's staying with her parents. Like, there's no evidence that anyone else lives there or doesn't live there. Or that, like, it's just her parents' house and they died. Like, I, I'm not going to name names, but I do know somebody also who, like, got knocked up, had a kid, and then, like, her parents just got a different house and, like, gave it to her. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah some weird kind of, like, nonsense like that to some effect. I don't know if her parents are loaded. She does kind of have that thing, though. Where I feel like Vidalia party fucking hard. Like, I feel like she, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Vidalia did a lot of drugs. She just has that look about her. But then she had a kid and then she stopped. She's like, that's kind of the vibe I get from a person, at least from knowing people that are oh, kind of yeah. like that. So I that that archetype, though, falls into, like, rich parents a lot of the time. She has the coolest baby in history, though. I know, right? Sour cream is, like, the chillest. Like, I cannot believe how chill sour cream is like if i had to have a baby i would have that baby (laughs) i know i well you'd hope yeah i know if i had to pick one though it's not like you can grow a gem and be like this is what the gem's gonna be like yeah yeah Uh, yeah. oh segue (laughs) yeah oh man uh, i was uh also today said my mom was like man what if you had kids and they were fucking stupid and she was like i worried about that each time and i was like man that's crazy (laughs) and my parents being like please don't be a dumbass please don't be a dumbass please don't I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, it definitely crosses my mind, right? Because, like, I've never been a dumbass. That's not true. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, because there's always, there's always its own set of challenges. It's like, I know how to handle me. So yeah. if my kid is like, like me, I can handle that. But if my kid has different needs, then I'm I'm like, just like, what the hell? Yeah. I know so, exactly eh. what you mean, yeah. I, I, I but, on topic of, like, children, fucking Greg ruins that couch. Like this, I oh, that pissed me so. Oh my god, every instance of Greg in that house, <laughs> just like I'm like, Greg, oh, Greg, 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 Greg. You would have, you would have kicked him the fuck out. <laughs> I, I would have, like, man, like, as much of I'm a musician full, full through and through, but like, I am very much like, no, 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 this is there's a there's a there's a, there's a be a courteous human being, yeah. you piece of crap. Yeah. I'm, I've known kids when I was like eight years old that acted like that. Yeah, uh, my dad yeah. kicked him out, and he's right. like twenty four. I know. Like... I'm just like, I would like that. He's the kind of guy who'd be like, "All right, we're gonna yeah. fight, so I can show <laughs> yeah. you why you're wrong." <laughs> this is going to happen in that. Well, this is really, but, um, I literally just realized Greg and I are like the same age in this episode, roughly. Wait, how do you ever find out what his age is? Well, you can't directly figure it out, but you can guess based on the like the fact that he dropped out of community college that he has to be. Like at least nineteen, if not like twenty, twenty-one. And this has Marty to be, still calls him a kid. Yeah, well, he was a kid. Yeah, and then Vidalia at least had a baby, and like, so let's say that's an extra year, and like, you know, change so a year and like a half, let's say. And then also, like Marty didn't necessarily get her pregnant that first time, so he's roughly, I would say, based on that math, like twenty-two to twenty-four. All but right, that's if, fair. If he was twenty-four, yeah. or if even if he was me, like two years ago, what the fuck? Like I don't know. Like I, I relate to him, but also like, wow, Greg, you are really just in a 
I can't imagine living his life and just like Yeah, you know, it's really yeah, exactly. And you know it's really funny, like because I have a friend who's like literally living in the music shop he teaches at yeah. in Long Island, right? But like he's still like hustling and working and like making ends meet and doing a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just weird. Like it's like, dude, Greg, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, I mean mostly just the fact that he made this huge mess. It was just like, what kind of human slob are you, bro? <laughs> right, yeah. And he's also homeless. Like he lives in a van. He like steals food from all of his friends or eats out of the trash. He like has no goals other than hanging out with Rose and working on an album that he'll never finish. Like I don't like just he's stagnated uh. so hard at this point in his life. I, I and this is jumping ahead a little bit. What I find crazy though is that he like is this weird, like, very, very nice, but, like, very goddamn stupid kid, gets a job at a car wash, and someday, like, I'm in my mind, his name is Salvatore or something, his old man. He doesn't owns... even get the job at the car wash. He walks in in the middle of the night and takes down the need help yeah, on the side. I didn't even notice that it's middle of the night, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, you hired me already. No, but that means, that, okay, so, like, 10 years after this is some bullshit, or can't be even that, it's, like, less, no, yeah, maybe 10 years. Fucking, he just, the old man who runs it is like, Gregory, you've been such a good worker. I now give the keys to you. And just, like, hands the business down to this random kid who walked in. One like, that is so goddamn lucky that the person who owns the car wash right. decides to bump you up from cleaner to owner. Like, Well, not necessarily. I mean, maybe this is like, yeah, this business isn't doing that great, but I'm done. I've got some money, so bye. Yeah, and um, now he's a millionaire. <laughs> right well you know fortunately he wrote that one song that got placed in that one ad <laughs> yeah. that like i would love for that to happen to me like i just like somebody decided like oh hey here's that song here's your synchronization rights buddy and uh it's gonna be played <laughs> nationally it's like well the funny oh. thing is is that i my so my uh my uncle-in-law uh he actually owns his own media production company and he's produced uh tv spots for I think a college football recruitment thing. He's even made jingles from radio McDonald commercials. Um, but either way, they don't get paid $10 million for one fucking commercial. Yeah, that's not how it works at <laughs> Let all. Let alone yeah. enough well, to get it, 10, million per, 10, 10 million to one person. Well, it depends on, it depends on like how, how it gets right. Because like, um, maybe if it was played during the Super Bowl, I don't know. Well, no, it, well, here's the thing. Who knows? Maybe that was used a lot of times too. Right. So like, there's a couple of different situations where this could could happen. Like, so for instance, if I am the Zero the Wolf and I write um song that's like um uh, that gets featured in a lot of Mazda ads, you know, like Clocks was for a while or something, yeah. something like that. Like Madden King so, everything for a while. So if you write something and somebody wants to purchase the rights to that, you actually get paid. And here's the here's the difference with like the manager, uh, like if you write a jingle specifically like on hire for something. Like you don't necessarily get paid per play, but if you write clocks and somebody buys clocks from you, every single time, every fucking time, every every time it gets played, you get paid. Yeah. So if Greg, I mean, the lyrics were changed, sure, but half of those songwriting rights go to Greg because he wrote the music, and he didn't write that for whatever. So legally, now of course the fact that they went by this legally is just mind blowing, but legally, you know. He would get paid every single time that he gets played on the radio, even if there's a or not radio, but TV. And so if it's played to, say, um, 1.6 million people because it gets aired during Steven Universe, he theoretically gets paid for like every screen that that shows up on. 
There's a lot of weird math that yeah, goes along with it, like, but yeah, well, I guess it is different with, uh, earlier, with an IP. I'm a, I, I willing to bet that the only reason why Marty showed up was because he was made to give Greg the money. Well, I thought I was thinking oh, yeah. was that he had a large, large, large amount of royalties built into that one thing, and he just was supposed to get paid way earlier. The people found out. We have been paying the motherfucker who wrote this. What's wrong with you? And then he had to give, yeah. give him the check. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, that's like Marty would write that off. It's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I wrote it. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So, yeah, it's probably it's probably what actually happened. Because, like, you know, your uncle uh, in law, like over depending on what it is, but like over a certain amount of time, if they kept using that same jingle might get that much money. Well, yeah, you know. I guess, for his yeah, because his commercial thing was a very targeted thing and only ran for a certain amount of time, so yeah, that makes more sense. But also, it could have been yeah. a campaign thing. You know, like, like Matt and Kim had, like, three songs that were in, like, 90 fucking commercials, oh. like, 30 <laughs> each, you know what I mean? Of I just, yeah. like, Kim. fucking Matt playing piano poorly while Kim just, like, tries to kill her drums, <laughs> and he's like... I love Matt and Kim. I saw them live once, and for, like, it was, like, a free concert, and I was like, okay, I'm 17, sure, this will be an adventure, but they're a nice girlfriend. He basically moved his fingers very clearly, like, two, I don't know what you would call it, keys down from, like, where they should have been, so everything was just, like, kind of a nightmare version of itself for, like, a song <laughs> and a half. Like, he just played it all. It was just, just he had to have been, like, on drugs or some shit. You know, I was like, dude, just move your fingers, like, a little bit up or a little bit down. I, I like those, uh, uh... Those when people upload on the video, uh, <laughs> upload onto YouTube those videos of songs, and they oh, yeah, shift they it into G sharp yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, G major. That's what it is. G major. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. It's nightmare but it's really. like they don't even like it. That's the joke, right? Because G major is a super happy key, and they always just shift it to something. That noise, like, yeah. <laughs> right. No, that's that's the only way to describe it because it's definitely not actually G major. My, my if favorite, it is, is, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on, go on. My- no, no. Well, it's just like if it is, what they literally do is they take the original and then superimpose G major on it, so you get this like <sighs> feeling. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, my favorite is freaking Rebecca Black's uh, Friday in G major. Oh, God. That's but like- that's actually how that song sounds. So like, <laughs> yeah. say, that's, like that's how it is normally. Exponentially <laughs> multiplied bullshit. That's horrible. Um, I do, I do really love Greg losing the baby, but I want to just say Rose's voice acting. Sultry as ever, just like dripping with salt. It was salt. Yeah. What is a salt? S U L T. Whatever salt a crime. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see dictionary definition of salt. Something you shouldn't do. Assault is uh, bad, and um, sultry. There is dripping with salt. Sensual. Ah man. Okay. You know what? Just a second. Sultry. We're doing the internet thing right now. Sultry. All right. Adjective. One of the air or weather, hot and humid. Did not know that. Learn things, but I don't know why that's number one because I've never heard yeah, it used no, like that. No, Two salty here now, <laughs> of a person, especially women, attractive in a way that suggests a passionate nature. Yeah. So that's, that's what sultry means, but it's not like it's it's just an adjective. There's no salt. They could just have a picture <laughs> of rose quartz, just salty, yeah, right. You know, like well, just, one of the synonyms is voluptuous, which I would definitely qualify uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, rose quartz yeah. as. Uh, I, um, I, I love her whole speech about like how gems work because it's kind of like instead of hinting at it or like saying it but not giving an overarching rule. Of, yeah, like, yeah, gems yeah. are just meant to do whatever they're blah blah blah. But it's it's yeah, it kind of explains more directly like why she loves humanity so much for once instead of just being like right, right. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like man, I love humanity or life. I guess she's just like 
organic life too to a certain yeah. extent because like you know you, you, if you're somebody who's literally like it living the caste system like not just like humans in a caste system which is definitely different but like you are like you are formed and this is you yeah like this, the, you know where you're going your and i know some humans cast right and i know like some humans who would love to know exactly what they need to do you know yeah. but um but f- f- you know her thing is like no the fact that you can do like you can choose and grow and and like yeah. what is this you, it's awesome you guys can study shit or like waste time on the internet you don't just you're not yeah, built yeah. to construct and that's it forever but and we yeah. also have to poop <laughs> oh but you would probably find that beautiful it's like and you're you're sustained by food which later you expect like, you have a whole speech which makes yeah i mean to be I'm honest sure. with you the biological functions are pretty like elegant and orga- uh, beautiful. And the fact that like these gems just operate on, I guess magic, you know, it's just like, Oh, huh. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, know. Yeah, I, I weirdly, I understand Like when I've like watched the show and then thought about like, what is what makes up organic life? I'm like, Oh wow. It's actually pretty sweet. How this all like ties together. And we're like work. Oh, those babies that are cream managed to find the high, but then Rose just totally fucking up that just, it's not a little cartoony. Like her breaking the lever, and then she breaks oh, the yeah. whole thing, and it goes even faster. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, "Leave Craig alone." Yeah. That seemed more like... like an episode of SpongeBob or something. Yeah. yeah, very wacky. And then Greg has the worst moment of self-realization while holding a baby, realizing that like all of that baby's needs are dealt in the same way as are. Like that's like just such a life coming on your face moment of like deal with it yeah. that's a funny way to put it a light coming the on light, your face moment just mother oh, nature light. is just dropping a load on your hair and eyes okay i thought you said light but still yeah dylan 2016 as, <laughs> as famous philosopher aristotle put it it was an existential bukkake <laughs> yeah yeah Hundred percent uh, from every direction at the same time, uh, an entirely <laughs> angry person uh, describing like what they think about him, and then also looking at the early stages of life and himself, every angle. It, oh my god, existential bukkake, man! All right, so I used to have a podcast, <laughs> yeah. and we would just grab things like that as the title of the episode. That would totally be an episode title. <laughs> oh man, I wish we could bukkake. call the episode that, but we gotta <laughs> yeah. name it after the actual Steven Universe episode. Be on iTunes, so oh uh, no. <laughs> It's gonna be fun. It'd be funny because, like, every episode up until now is like just the name yeah, of the exactly, show, exactly, yeah. and then suddenly there's just existential bukkake in the <laughs> yeah. middle of it. Yeah. What Steven Universe episodes is that? Yeah, especially well, afterwards we went back to normal. So like a fan comes in like like thirty minutes later and they're like, "The fuck is this?" It's just a lot of other chillated existential bukkake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, you know what I love about this, this episode it really illustrates again like how well Steven Universe handles so much information in just 11 minutes by subtle character moves. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just I I always appreciate it because they haven't stopped doing that. Yeah. Um some are a little lighter than others, but even episodes like this which are kind of like a silly romp in a lot of ways, like there's just so much like depth and punch that gets into it. Like you learn so much about Rose by the way he acts. You see uh uh Vidalia just expands like she's still a punk kid but she's also like seriously taking the responsibility and then you also see the 180 of Greg which is the most obvious one but it's the, like it's it's the threads are all there yeah. and everything's really deep and it's really like and of course this is nothing new to Steven Universe but just again like 
this episode that surface level is just kind of dumb really yeah uh with the one thing is actually has so many layers um like a parfait yeah, i think the reason is <laughs> that shrek reference I, I think the parfaits are great reference yeah no uh, <laughs> i i also think that in fact that it's board driven is like a super like this show like really yeah. shows how far you can dig that because i'm just thinking just when you said that of when um peridot gives lapis the gift and her like hands behind her back and she's like nervously moving her fingers so yeah fuck yeah lamar even fuck yeah katie mitroff he did a great ass job hell yeah. yeah good jab uh yeah, so final thoughts uh <laughs> excuse me i keep doing that uh, final thoughts yeah yeah uh, burpee. i really love this one i just kind of wish like they were more past episodes they'll never do this and i can see fans being like why would you waste it on that but i'd love to see like a movie or like a spinoff of like a miniseries just a Vidalia or like Vidalia and greg and like the gang back then just it's i don't know it's so enjoyable watching it's like looks in the past. It, I hope it's not as bad as when they did the spinoff of Joey from Friends. Yeah, no, not that. Not not immediately cancelable garbage, but that'd be beautiful <laughs> if that happened. Uh Svath, what do you have for us? Uh not too much that hasn't already been said. It was a good episode. I I love anything with Rose in it just because I I I need to piece together her personality as much as possible. Yeah. And every little every little bit I think is great. Yeah. Since you know she's dead, and we're not going to see her yeah. up in the front, so we got to do it all through. Uh, I mean, yeah, listen, if you already heard of this, so we've seen it all. But um, I really hope we don't have Stephen get bubbled and like broken or whatever, or poofed, and then he like meets Rose. I really hope that doesn't happen. I think they can pull it off well because they're gonna... them. But I would just like, no, don't do that. Keep her dead. I think they're going to stick with making sure that he never gets poofed because I I think if he got poofed, there's pretty much nothing human about him. He's just a gym. I just hope that if he ever is damaged or like anything, Rose never comes up. Whatever. Uh, Cyril, what do you have for the final thought? For the final thoughts. Final thought down. Um, you know, I really dig this episode. It's like, I feel it. Like, I feel Greg. Um, I've never been Greg, like a disgusting human being, but like he matured quick, you know, yeah. and um, I, I I love the past episodes because um, you just like we don't get the glimpse that that often like we get a lot of the present and, and what's going on and um, character development in that way. But here knowing like what Rose Quartz was like through Greg's eyes is, is always incredible. So, yeah, no, it also like all of the characters, you know, what I mean? like. Just like even little bits of like Amethyst, Pearl, and and Garnet, like just it was a quick flash, but just seeing everybody in the past is so interesting. So yeah, yeah, universe, do that more. Um, all right, I guess that's it then. Yeah, three person episode. It's a weird one. Uh, thanks for listening. I loved everybody. Yeah. Uh, you look incredible today. All right. Good night.